What is up, race fans of the internet? It's Ryan, and you're listening to the Talking Dirt podcast here for Friday, August the 18th. We got some really cool stuff to talk about on this week's episode. Obviously, we've got reviews of weekly racing at Sumter at Lakeview. We've got uh, Brian Mullis winning $20,000 up at Cherokee Speedway on Sunday. We've got so much more to talk about today, including the North-South 100 from last weekend. You've got the Topless 100 coming up this weekend for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series and so many other things. We've got the SRX, Jonathan Davenport from uh, last night as we're recording this in the uh, Southern Street Stock Nationals. Really, really big stuff to talk about, and we'll end it all with the Mount Rushmore of dirt track fights. Y'all, get prepared. We're going to have a really, really big uh, show in tune for you. Matt will join me in just a moment, but first, let's play the music. All right, let's get into the program here. We are back uh, recording a little bit late this week. Uh, Matt's had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but, of course, I am joined once again by the best co-host in all the land, the co-hostess with the mostest, Mr. Matt Pridgen, old Big Papa, back with us uh, this weekend. Matt, how are we doing this week? I know you've been uh, a little bit busy there trying to get that car ready to race with us. Yeah, exhausted for sure, but... You know, still got a little bit more work to do. So as soon as we get done recording here, I got to got to head outside. That's gonna be a little bit of a, a Frankenstein's monster situation, isn't it? <laughs> we gonna we gonna call the uh we gonna call my car Patches for the rest of the year. <laughs> oh man! If, for those of you who don't know, Matt had a bit of an incident um a couple of weeks ago at uh at Lakeview, and you know for a while thought that uh, you actually thought you were done for the rest of the season, but thankfully that uh, seems not to be the case the case the case um yeah you guys have been really hard at work you and your dad and 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 whoever else that you've you know brought on to try to help you fix all that damage um but luckily i mean you sent me pictures she don't look the best but she looks drivable Mm -hmm. sorry i was taking a swallow of water there oh very unprofessional but um but yeah it's um it's a little rough around the edges but you know and the wraps don't match up i got the filler panel the door panel and fender from last year um i got a quarter panel on the left side that doesn't have any wrap on it it's just bare sheet sheet metal and um <laughs> and the door panels on the left side's got patches on so i mean it's it's gonna look look a little rough but i i don't think it'll affect the drive none i think it's still gonna be just as fast as it was hopefully i'm hoping so well all i can tell you is you better not touch the right rear because you can't get you're not getting that quarter panel back um it, it, that that thing hanging up on the wall, it, it ain't coming down. So you better leave. Well, we can't go back on my car because I kind of cut it off. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm just saying you very better, poorly. You better, <laughs> be careful <laughs> if you ever go over there. Don't touch. Don't you can don't touch the touch. middle. Don't touch the top of it. It's a little jagged. Uh, it, 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 you'll need stitches, probably. Matt was having some fun that night and uh, couldn't cut straight. So. <laughs> 
But um, now let's let's get into the program here because of course uh, you're coming back to race this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll preview this one. I'll go ahead and let you guys know big race at Sumter Speedway this weekend. If you're in the Midlands, if you're anywhere in South Carolina, come down to Sumter and uh, and check us out. We got the Frankie Fry Memorial Street Stock Race. I've already got you know uh, hopefully we'll we'll reach twenty twenty four cars. Uh, I've talked to about twenty guys that are that are coming. So um. It's going to be a really big night for uh, street stock racing here in South Carolina. Pretty much everybody who di- didn't go to uh, Mississippi from this region, um, I'm hoping will show up at Sumter because there's not a whole lot of street stock stuff going on uh, besides Sumter. I believe Lakeview running a uh, a weekly show, so they'll have some street stocks there. Um, but uh, again, hopefully, you know most of the you know Georgia. South and North Carolina guys that didn't end up going to Mississippi for the Street Stock Nationals will end up at Sumter uh, for our biggest Street Stock race of the year, uh, right around two thousand dollars for the winner's purse. Um, they'll have a quick time bonus that uh, I'm looking uh, for somebody to put up, and and some other some other bonuses as well for this Frankie Fry race, which we've been doing now for uh, five years. Uh, just a little preview: uh, five years ago, um, Andy Stewart won the Street Stock portion of the race, paying nineteen nineteen to win, and then the next year. It was Banjo Duke over in 2020. 2021 was Everett Dunlap, and uh, last year again was Banjo Duke. So he's looking to go to make it uh, a whole trifecta this year and uh, be the guy that has won every other. Uh, fr- well, no, that wouldn't be because he won last year. Be the guy that's won three Frankie Fry Memorials. Everybody else has won one. So that's going to be uh, some interesting stuff to watch at Sumter, but some heavy hitters coming in that are going to definitely challenge him. I know we had uh, Caleb McLaughlin come down. I believe Josh Langley's getting ready. He's going to come. Um, so many other names, Holloway, Rodonis, Corsi, all of your local guys at Sumter, they're going to be there gunning for that uh, that big top prize. So going to be yeah, some I'm interesting hoping, stuff. And I'm Matt's going to be in the late the, model class. I'm hoping uh, the schedule is going to work out enough or well enough for me to be able to watch that <laughs> race because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be – Pretty pretty excited to watch that one. It sounds it's, it from should. all the confirmations I've seen. It's oh yeah, it's going to be a good. Looks like it's going to be a good show. I hope it. If 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 nothing else, if nothing else, say they're the race before yours. Go ahead and pull into staging with with the street stocks. Right, get out and stand on top of the car and watch the street stock race, and then get back in your car whenever it, whenever it's time to go. <laughs> that's that's I about the best about piece of that, advice I can we'll give see. you. <laughs> or you could just go ahead and uh, and have somebody take your car over to stage and, and you could just sit in the stands and watch it. I don't know, bro. But um, I haven't gotten the uh, the list, uh, the running order just yet, but I should have it sometime today and we'll put that out. And um, yeah, hopefully it works out uh, for you because that's a 19 lap street stock race for that kind of money. Uh, it's going to be pretty entertaining interesting i'll say it's probably gonna be pretty entertaining too but it's gonna definitely be interesting to see how it plays out with just 19 laps a short uh a short feature for a lot of money uh, on a saturday night at sumter speedway and, and we're gonna have a blast doing that but um before matt and i talk about anything else guys make sure if you're watching this on youtube that you are liked that you like the video you're subscribed to the channel that's pretty important help us get up there gain that um gain those total subscribers and uh, help us get into those algorithms and stuff, man. I talk about algorithms a lot, but that's how we're going to find new listeners that love dirt track racing just like yourselves. Of course, if you're on Apple, if you're on Spotify, Pandora, wherever, rate and review the show. Uh, again, helps us get in those algorithms and attract new listeners. Really appreciate everybody who's done that so far. And uh, if you if you want to ask me or Matt anything, 
or just have any opinions you want to share, leave a comment down in the YouTube videos and we'll read those out on the shows uh, every now and then. But uh, Matt, let's get right into it. Uh, we'll start with reviewing racing uh, from this past weekend and I'll go ahead and I'll pass the mic off to you and let you talk a little bit about your trip uh, as a spectator to the Lakeview Motor Speedway. Yeah, I went, went to watch, um, went to, went to Lakeview, uh, seen some super racing. It was, it was pretty good. You know, unfortunately in hot laps, you had the Gordon fella. He ran off of, it looked like something broke and he just, the car just never turned. And when he went over the hill, that tall berm at Lakeview, it, um, caught the, the, the left rear tire when it did that, unfortunately, it, it, ended up rolling the car over so he didn't get to race that night but um i can't remember who had quick time and 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 hot laps i want to say it was jeff smith um ended up with that maybe or it was either christian thomas i can't remember i want to say it was christian uh, yeah it might have been christian but in qualifying it ended up being jeff smith who um will take the, uh take the quick time there and qualifying to 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 bring the field to the green flag and um Christian Thomas was second, but Christian, they, you know, they take the green flag. Christian Thomas got off to a, to a great lead, and um, they, he came out of turn two one lap. I want to say he had about maybe about a half a straightaway lead, and which at Lakeview is pretty big because I mean they got them little straightaways there. And uh, um, Christian, you, Christian was the the top qualifier, by the way. Um, the seven, oh, he was. Um, it said Jeff Smith was fourth. The, um okay never mind it then. was thomas sanders knight smith but all the top five in qualifying okay i got you um but yeah he he got off to a good lead and he, he was about i want to say a half straight away to a straight away ahead of uh anthony sanders then out of nowhere you just hear you know you you know how when the cars are going down the straightaway and it's a little bouncy you can hear him go wow 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 yeah but you can hear it go and it was going doing that typical sound, and then all you heard was a pop, and then it got quiet. Mm. And he comes around, turns four, just rolling through. Unfortunately, I originally thought it got the motor, but the uh, car owner came on Facebook and let everybody know that it was a, a a battery a battery exploded. Wow! So you know that's that's a very unfortunate you know circumstance there, and then um that gave the lead to. Anthony Sanders and you know he he was he had a good lead himself too and then out, out of nowhere his his transmission broke mm. which I'm not hold on I got I got to pull the I'm slack I should have I should have pulled the results up before before I started talking about it but let's hey, see you live and you learn that turned the race lead over to Jeff. At Jeff least. Smith. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember if I think Jeff Smith. No, Jeff Smith passed Anthony Sanders before his okay. transmission broke. Yeah. Jeff Smith passed because Jeff, he, man, he put it up there on that top side at Lakeview in three and four. Cause I was standing in turn four, um, watching the race, which is ironic. Cause that's where I wrecked the previous week. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, he 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 put it up there on the top and went right around him, and um, like I said, and then Anthony Sanders uh, ended up breaking that. You know, uh, at the beginning of the race, actually, I hated it because Willie Milligan got uh, there was a little. I don't know what happened, 
but the, it was, ended up being a no start. Well, because it was a call, Willie ended up. It was, so it looked like someone jumped maybe, and then a couple people in the back rows kind of thought that they were going and kind of checked up, and right. I don't know, it was all all a mess. And Willie Milliken ended up spinning out and had to go to the back. He ended up bringing himself back to back to the front. Absolutely, still don't have the. In front of me. Uh, he ended up finishing third in the race. Um, of course, Jeff won. Like you said, he passed um, passed Anthony there. Um, Clay Knight, good run for Clay Knight though. Uh, he finished second. Yeah, he had a good run. Um, really, really good to see Clay back. I, I I hate that we didn't see him at Sumter uh, last weekend or two weekends. Yeah, ago I, now. I was thinking that that was the first time or the first time I've seen him there at since the. Um, the Dryden racing, uh, right. I would say, what was it, twenty one? Yeah, it was in twenty one. Um, shoot, uh, Clay's been running a lot of the um, the the Hunt the Front series, um, which I'm pretty sure that's where he was a couple of weekends ago. Uh, whenever we had our big race at Sumter, I'm pretty sure he was up in Tennessee with those guys. Um, he's uh, I think he's in the top three in that point series. So yeah, Clay's Clay's doing some really good stuff right now. Um. Hey, how about uh, old Johnny Prejean? I'm looking at the timing here from uh, the feature. Johnny finished sixth in that race. Uh, got him a good yeah, little payday. Yeah, um, he he struggled with the car handling a little bit at, at the beginning of the race, and then it kind of it kind of I guess worked itself out, or he he changed his driving or something. I guess I don't know. Um, and he 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 was doing good at the end. I I feel like he he could have maybe pushed a little. <laughs> I think he could have got him a darn um, top five out of that, but right, no, he, he it was he did good for what it was. Absolutely, he, you know it's about kind of about how I was out. I'm out there against uh, limiteds. Right, he he's racing the bigger motors. So, well, you had good run for him. Two drivers run their best laps of the race on the very final laps. That track was the track was hooked up. It looks like as um. Pretty much the whole night. I think Willie's Willie's best lap ended up being his. Let's see, yeah, forty. Willie's lap best lap was lap forty. Clay Knight's best lap was lap forty. Let's actually look at who ran the best lap of the race. Oh yeah, Jeff Smith. He got down in the uh, what sixteen eights. So he was he was flying man on these uh, on these new tires, which I have said in the past are a little bit slower than the older tire cow pounds used to be. Um, mainly basing that off of lap times we saw at Sumter, but. Uh, for Jeff to be down in the you know sixteen eights at Lakeview, he was absolutely flying, um, and it's good to see him go back to Victor Lane, man. We haven't seen Jeff Smith uh, pick okay. up a big race win here in it seems a couple of years, um, because you know back in the day Jeff Smith was uh, virtually unbeatable. Um, he's an absolute legend in the game, is Jeff Smith. Um, of course, you know his family lineage and and what he's where he's been, what he's done in racing. And, uh, you know, to see him still, you know, in the regional late model touring game and picking up race wins, it's awesome to see. And, um, yeah, Matt, what other kind of racing did we have on, uh, on Saturday at Lakeview? We also had the, uh, NASCAR street stocks, NASCAR um, baby, which saw it, the, uh, the top five that I'm about to read out to you sounds like almost like, uh, results from, from Sumter Speedway <laughs> minus <laughs> one guy. Yes, sir. Um, so you had Austin Radonis absolutely dominate that race. I mean, there wasn't nobody touching him. He was, you know, absolutely fine. Um, 
Cameron Norris the fourth finished second uh, in the C four. So then you had Terry Caples rounding out the podium, and Mike Corsi finishing fourth, and Cameron Holloway finishing fifth to round out your top five. Like I said, it <laughs> looks like a saltier results, yeah, but solid you know, run there for Mikey, man. Yeah, um, it runs for those guys. It's it's cool to see that you know these those guys can go you know from track to track and have the same results. Absolutely, yeah. Great run for Mikey there. Congrats to Austin. Um, they'd been really struggling at Lakeview. Uh, it's unfortunate, but they'd been struggling at Lakeview for a, a few months. Um, and to see him, you know, really finally put it all together. They got the setup just right on their uh, JRC, and uh, he went to Victory Lane. Um, always good to see, you know, little Terry have a good run, Cameron have a good run, uh, Norse have a good run as well. Um, so yeah, it was it's that's some really good results there out of the street stock street stock race and a lot of those guys will be at something this weekend chasing that near two thousand dollar top prize so we're really excited um to see them have good runs heading into this weekend matt they also had a stock eight feature they had a bunch of cars in stock eight didn't they yeah they had that was their biggest class of the night um i think they yeah they had well they had 15 cars start the race but uh old chucky nicholson uh what is it now? Three in a row for him, or is he? Or is be, it yeah. this weekend? He's trying to make it three in a row. I don't know, but I, I feel like it's got to be three remember. in a row. I want to say he's won a majority but, of the races there. Yeah, so he he's pretty much dominating dominating the stock V8s over there. Damn. But uh, Blaze Bryant came in second. Third was Tom Love. Andrew Register, good run by him. Um, finishing fourth, <laughs> and and it. Finish finishing fifth was Jason Floyd, but right, it, it was he he put it. He, just like Jeff Smith did to get around Anthony Sanders, he did put it up on the on the top side there in three and four on the last lap to get into that fifth position. So oh, yeah. Pretty that, good driving by that him. Wild Carolina Wild man, Jason Floyd there. Good to see him have a top five run. He's um he hadn't been in the Thunder Bomber game for very long, but uh good to see him have a good run. Uh, another guy who hadn't been in the or Thunder Bomber, the stock eight game um <laughs> for very long. Another guy, Andrew Register there. He's a uh, He's a, a pilot in real life, and he's out there piloting these race cars to a top five. Good to see him, you know, really putting it on them. And, and Chucky Nicholson, man, Chucky's been doing this forever now, um, driving a car that uh, Dalton Hodge and his dad built a few years ago uh, for Chucky, or actually for themselves, and then Chucky picked it up. Uh, and he's been pretty dominant since, uh, especially this year at Lakeview. He won a lot of races at Sumter last year and a couple at Lakeview. And this year, pretty much all Lakeview, trying, I guess, to get a points championship there. And uh looks like he's uh, well on his way to do that. Let's see, Matt, what you yep. got next? I think y'all have what? Sport uh, SCDRA car? Uh, yeah, there was there was an SCDRA race, which saw Jason Brown winning that race with Colin Brown in second. So Brown for one, two there. Absolutely. Um, and got Chelsea Richardson finishing on the podium there. So good. Good run, run for Miss her. Chelsea. Brian, Heck yeah. Brian Mercer finishing fourth and Johnny Clark finishing fifth. Good run for round out that top five in the sports compact. Good run for all those uh, guys and gals, man. Chelsea getting the top three. Congratulations to her. Proud of her. Uh, Brian Mercer, good run there. Johnny Clark, another good run as well. He'll be at Sumter this weekend. So he says, um, modified. Yeah, you also got the modifieds. They, um, they had 12 cars. So good. Good car counts throughout all the classes, really. So that took um, Dustin Watkins went to victory lane there with Mike Beasley finishing second, Donovan Jackson finishing third, David Victoria finishing fourth, 
and Ryan Pope rounding out the top five. Um, yeah, you know, had a had a nasty wreck in that that mm-hmm. race too. Glad everybody was okay. A couple cars upside, you know, on their lids is a couple too many, but you know, it is what it is. You know, glad everybody's glad everybody was able to walk away from all the all the little incidents. Yeah, that had. was um that was what uh, Norris and Chavis and um Norris Chavis Hulks got in it. Um, I don't know the other guy. Yeah, I hate that for uh for Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, Hate that for all three of those guys, but uh, Jonathan Hooks—they've been, you know, really chomping at the bit this year. Um, I know he—he he just started a few years ago and, and got a couple of race wins. He's been racing, you know, majority uh, Lakeview and uh, Fayetteville. I've been trying to get them to come down to Sumter a few times. I know uh, Jackie Gerald, who finished sixth in the race, I've gotten him to come to Sumter a few times. Um, sponsored by uh, he's sponsored by the the Poker Butt Pepper Company. Uh, the the guy that um, originated the world's hottest pepper, the Carolina Reaper, um, Jackie was sponsored by him for a while, and he used to bring me hot sauces and and all kind of stuff whenever he would come to Sumter. And I, I hope to see him there again uh, next year as we uh, schedule a few more modified races. Um, another that, that honestly, Matt, modifies are a form of racing that are really kind of starting to take to me a little bit. You know, when when I started in all this, I didn't really get it. You know, it, it was, it was, it was them Northerners. And, and now all of a sudden I really enjoy a good modified race. Well, I mean, I've always liked, liked the modifieds. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's like a late model, but it's not at the same time, you know? So it's, it's a little bit different. Um, I feel like they're always a little they're they're always super even is is the biggest thing you know you you see them two years ago when they first came to Sumter you know these guys were racing two and three wide when a lot of other classes couldn't do that and you know wherever else you go these guys are always just super tight super tight racing and it's fun to watch man a, a lot of action um, between you know a lot well, of these a lot of these guys that are really good here in the Carolinas like Dustin Watkins he wins a lot of races at Lakeview, uh, Donovan Jackson old Action Jackson he wins a lot of races in the Carolinas so they had a lot of good names here on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean the the majority of the the racing the modified racing around here is six oh two so I right. mean you're you're pretty much i mean everybody's limited on the motor so i mean you you can't there's nothing you can really do to them other than send them off to a certified engine builder to get them blueprinted but so everybody's on an even pretty much an even playing field when it when it comes to that so i mean it's kind of like i'm not gonna say it's like a fixed race on our racing but it's you know, well, it's all, it's almost like the, the 602 and 604 crate racing um, used right. to be kind of used to be because uh, now you've got your guys that will just run away with stuff. But, I mean, those races have always been, you know, super tight because everybody's pretty much on the exact same equipment, exact same motor package. Um, you know, if you got serious, have a shock rule, you know, for the most part, everybody's just about even. Um, and that's what it looks like in the 602 stuff. Now, I would like to see uh, some UMP races come down here. Um, every so often, I know they have them at. Uh, I don't know why Fayetteville. we don't have any. Well, there's just not a lot of cars around here. I don't think. I think you know, there's there's a few in North Carolina. There's a few in Georgia, but there's really hardly any in uh, South Carolina. Um, I have never seen a UMP race. That's what I'm saying. There, there's just hardly any here in South Carolina, and um, you know, there's a few new s- traveling series that. Are wanting to come around. Um, what's the 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 newest one? Is it Renegades of Dirt? 
um the one that the one of my buddy jim manka is uh is following yeah. um they're doing some big shows they had reached out to us about getting a date but you know there's just i, I don't want to chalk it up to there wasn't enough interest at the time um because i think i, I mean it's it's like you you and peas i consider them the supers of modifieds because i mean it's yes. basically what it is yeah 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 but then again, you know, it's it's a bigger payout and, you know, fans, especially in this area, have never seen it. You know, I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure the curiosity would bring them out. I really want to try it. I want to get a UMP race at, uh, at Sumter um, at some point in time. Uh, hopefully they reach back out and we're able to do something uh, with one of those series next year. But if but yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, the UMP series go there, there really is only one that's running southeastern tracks. And that was the uh, is it is it modified mafia? What is it? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm I don't know of any modified series other than crate series. I'm, I'm tripping out here. I'm about to have to search them up and find them here. I'm pretty sure it's modified mafia um, is the series that was running because they've run. um I want to say they've run Gaffney. Yeah, it's the Modified Mafia Tour is what they are. I think they've run Gaffney before and a few other tracks around here, but nowhere like in this region of the state. Um, but I'd love to see them, you know, come down south and, you know, race us Lakeview, Fayetteville, uh, other tracks around here. Heck, I want to see them at, uh, at Lancaster, man. That would be wild to see uh, a Modified on a, a big half mile. I'm sure the only modified race I've ever seen at Lancaster was uh, was Mr. Jason Smoot series, the American Racer Modifieds. Um, they came down to Lakeview a couple of times and, and put on, you know, a pretty good show there. I'd like to see some UMPs come down and try it. Uh, eventually, eventually, this is some things that it's probably going to be years in the making before we see my UMPs make their way into South Carolina, just because you know it's never been here before. That that kind of racing came from up north and. You know, people around here kind of set in their ways, but once we introduce it, I believe that it will really take off here in the, in this part of the country. Well, I think it's more popular in like like the Iowa, Illinois, yeah. oh yes, you 100%. know that kind of area. Because I, well, I guess that is technically still the North, but I when I think of the North, I think more of like the New York side. So I. Right. automatically think of like the big block style modifies but I, I i say they came more from out like the more like the middle east part of the country right dude i saw the other day um a track that i now have put on my bucket list it's up in pennsylvania i saw um a uh a video of a um a super dirt like the big block modified super dirt series uh race up there it's called action track usa it's in pennsylvania and it's like this tight little bull ring that you know guys were just beating and banging um if, if y'all haven't seen it look it up action track usa uh they only they don't race like late models that they, they race stock cars every now and then but they do you know big blocks um the uh crate modifieds um and then like micro sprints and sprint cars and 600 cc's and you know, all that crazy stuff that they do up north that we don't do down here. But it's a place, if I ever get up that way in Pennsylvania, I'm definitely going to have to uh, to check it out um, at some point. But, Matt, let's move on here. We've, we're about 25 minutes into the program already. So let's talk a little bit about Sumter. Let's just kind of review what we had last weekend. Of course, it was our annual um, driver appreciation night. All the drivers got in and raced for free. 
Um, and we had a hate bunch of cars. Yeah, I hate that you missed it too, but we had a bunch of cars sign in and put on a spectacular show for the fans. And one of those drivers was a guy that was doing a little bit of practice for this weekend's $2,000 street stock race, Mr. Caleb McLaughlin. And he started off the night by leading flag to flag in the street stock feature. Tony Truett finishes second. John Harper Livingston finishes third. John Harper well on his way to a street stock championship at Sumter Speedway. Following them out was uh, the Econo 4 feature, which got cut short a little bit by the uh, time limit there, uh, but the back road challenge was issued, and it was answered. Bucky DeBerry comes from the rear of the field, and the other guy to go to the back follows him right up to the front. Kendall Boatwright finished second, and Miss Audrey Jeffcoat rounded out the top three in that one. The late model feature had 10 cars once again. Great car count which saw Michael Marlowe go to victory lane, Dalton Hodge finishing second, and James Murphy finishing third, setting those two up for a heck of a run here for these final two points races. Dalton has a slim lead over James in the uh, the points race situation. Um, Mod 4 feature, I believe this one came down to Jack Jordan beating Ken Appleton with a last lap pass. Pretty exciting stuff over in turn number three. Uh, Jordan went to the bottom. Appleton wasn't able to hold him off. And Jack Jordan goes back to Rourke Plumbing Victory Lane. David Bader finished in third in the B55. The mod or the Thunder Bomber feature saw on the track Walter Anderson uh, take the victory. He crossed first, but uh, a protest was issued after the race. And uh, Anderson and crew, they refused to tear down the 57. So Tyler Smith is awarded the race win, current points leader in the series. He'll He'll, he took home the winner's purse and the winner's points. LJ Sonneman finished in second, and Keith Wells rounded out the top three in Thunder Bomber. Then the Extreme Four feature came up next. Zach Bird, the winner in that one. That's, I believe, back-to-bank -back for Bird. He's going to have some competition this week, as I believe the Keller's coming back. Uh, we'll see if the V7 makes an appearance. So going to be some exciting stuff this weekend at Sumter in Extreme Four. Hayden Privet finished second last week, and Marvelous Marty Horn finished in the third spot. Then your final race of the night, and here's where some controversy came down, Matthew. Let's talk about it. So, now this is a public service announcement. At Sumter Speedway, we have time limits on all local races, Okay. That doesn't matter if it's the first race of the night. doesn't matter if it's the last race of the night. We have a time limit on all local races. And, you know, people complained because we did, we were forced to cut it short um, because we had a couple of uh, drivers that, you know, just kept getting into incidents towards the, in the middle and the back of the pack. Uh, it sucks. It's racing. We live and we learn, we move on. Um, but that being said, we had some complaints Think about it this way, Matt. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. If we would have let this race go, right? Say it's the last race of the night. We let it go, but we cut your late model feature short because somebody else, you know, spun out. Huh? The situation is we had already cut multiple races short on the same night that it hit their time limit, right? We had already cut multiple races short that hit their time limit, why would it make sense to let another race go and make all those people that got their races cut short mad? It's about, it's a consistency yeah. thing. And you know, that's, that's the only reason that, that we did end up having to cut the super street race short. Um, I hated doing it or I mean, I didn't I mean, nobody likes, nobody wants the races to be cut short, but at the same time, you know, 
you don't want to be out there late. For for example, like me, I, you know, I I it takes me an hour and a half to get home. I don't like leaving the track at two a.m. Getting right. home at three thirty, almost four o'clock in the morning. That's you know, that's not it's not enjoyable. So I mean, right. you know, the time limits. I I think are a good thing. Well, they and they have been in place. You know, since we took over the track, um, and. So far this year, hadn't really had a problem. There's, you know, there's been two or three times uh, street stock races that get a little wild, Thunder Mama races that get a little wild, so, stuff like that. But uh, what'd you have to add? What's that? Well, one thing I want to add, um, you said it's a 25 uh, minute for okay. Time so time. how we do it is you get your lap count and you have huh. five minutes over the lap count. So say for street stock, you run a 15 lap feature, you have 20 minutes for. You know, late models, you run a 20-lap feature, you have 25 minutes. Given that, you know, if a, a, a race runs green okay. and checkered, even in late models, you're looking at a four-minute race, you know? Right, uh, right. I was going to say, if you... So trust me, you have plenty of time. Yeah, there, there's more than enough time. I don't know. I, I think the time limit's more than enough. I, I believe so as well, and most people do believe so, but we did have some people upset that we cut that race short. But... Like I said, if we wouldn't have cut that race short, everybody else who got their race cut short that night would have been highly upset. And you know we're we're not we're not in the business to make enemies here. Uh, is is as much as people might think the opposite. None of us are in the business to make enemies. I promise. Um, we're trying to keep everybody happy, keep everybody wanting to race with us, and and that's you know what we strive to do. So, uh, but this weekend, there's no time limit on the street stock race. I will say that there's no time limit on street stock. Um, now I better knock on wood cause I say that and all heck's going to break loose, but no, no time limit on street stock being that it is a special event. All the other local classes will have their, uh, 20 or 25 minute time limit given, um, however many laps that they do run. So that leads me to the point here. Drew Sheely and Caleb McLaughlin had a heck of a race going uh, for the lead, but unfortunately, you know, some of the guys behind them just couldn't quite uh, keep it straight. And, um, of course, the the wreck rule at Sumter, like you and I have talked about, three solo spins, solo, you like you, solo cautions, three of them, you go to the trailer. And uh, we did have a couple of people who met that criteria a lot of them were, you know, multiple car incidents. So you can't, you know, pin that on one person as being solo. So uh, that explains why people were mad about that as well. It's three solo spins, guys. Three solo. Um, what was I saying? I was, let me get back to Caleb and, and Drew here because they had a heck of a race going, man. <laughs> it's I easy going, to get off topic. Well, I'm just trying to explain to the people because a lot yeah, of yeah, a, yeah. a lot of like some uh, people, might not understand. A lot right. of people in like my position or whatever don't often explain it. I say my position. I'm an announcer, man. I don't make the calls, but I know you know why, how, why when, and where. Yes, I know why, how, when, and where, and I know how to you know tell people about them in ways that you know I, I try to make it make sense to the common race fan. Um, or to the everyday race fan, but everybody who comes out to Sumter Speedway to watch some good racing, promise you we're doing our absolute best to uh, to give you that good racing that you want to see on a Saturday night. Um, so it was cut a little bit short. Drew made one final attempt, couldn't get by Caleb, and Caleb went back to back. He swept Street Stock and Super Street. Um, Drew finished second, and if I pull it back up here, I want to say yeah, Tony Truitt also finished third in that one. So 
Two top threes for Tony Truitt. Two wins for Caleb McLaughlin at Sumter on Saturday. Really, really good show. And we're so excited uh, to have everybody back this weekend for the Frankie Fry Memorial and uh, Street Stock. And uh, I know Caleb's coming. Most of these guys you saw last weekend will be there as well. Hoping for a really good car count at Sumter for the Frankie Fry race. And I believe that does it for our reviews. Of course, um, I believe we had weekly racing up at uh, at Lancaster. Oh, Lancaster, baby. Um, if I can pull that up real quick, I'll just run down some of their results. Um, they had just a regular Saturday Night Lights show. And the Thunder Bombers went out. Benji Knight, of course, won that one. Can't touch that 12X car. He went out and won that one over Shane Vaughn and Garrett Sweat. Uh, the first race of the night was the Renegade main event. Jason Gulledge won that over Andrew Baker and Jonathan Starkey. Uh, the Vintages went out. Sean Mangum, your winner on that one over Chris Fincher and Derek, uh, Diedrich Brown. Uh, the Lightning Late Model main, they had 13 cars. Good car count for uh, Lancaster's Lightning Late Model. Saw Timbo Mangum win over Mike Huey and Jonathan Henson, the top three. Uh, the Pure Stock main event, Tyler Parker goes to Victory Lane at that one once again. Good to see that young man still getting into Victory Lane, man. He's only he's a young kid. I believe his first year driving, and he's got multiple wins on the year as he goes back to uh, Victory Lane there in Pure Stock. Britt McAteer second, and Colby Waits finishes in the third spot. Creek Sportsman main, Cade Langley wins that one over Benji Knight and Michael Chaney. Uh, let's see here. Andrew Hornets main event to round out the night. Saw Dan Benson take victory over Jonathan Ellis and Rusty Cato. So a really good car count over at Lancaster. And then um, they'll have another weekly show this weekend, I believe. So if you're in that area, go check them out. If you're down around Sumter, come check us out. If you're over near Lakeview, go check them out. They got a weekly show coming up this weekend as well. Um, let's see, Matt, what else can we talk about here? I believe the $20,000 crate race at, um, at uh, Cherokee Speedway was supposed to be Saturday. It was postponed over until Sunday, and that gave a lot of our guys a chance to at least watch it. A couple more guys had a chance to enter it as well, but that turned out to be a pretty exciting race on Sunday. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, me and James sat on here and watched it, but uh, yeah, it's all darn... We, uh, all right, so it was in the daylight, a daytime, and... A hundred laps at Cherokee Speedway. Mm. Oh my gosh, you know tires, that's going to play tires. a factor in tires. Uh, so, uh, I I don't even know how many tire blowouts they they had. I, I think James can't, kept count. I want to say it might have been like seven or eight. And then you had, I think you had even more people just pull in just to change a tire during during the race, like uh, at the halfway break and under cautions and stuff. Absolutely. But they ended up seeing. Oh, cheeseburger, Mr. Mullis, Brian Mullis, that's his name. I, I refer to him as cheeseburger. I don't, I don't <laughs> call him by his first, which I don't know him, but that's, that's just how I always heard him as. So right. cheeseburger wins a 20 grand over there. He, he had, he was one of the people that um, had a blowout, went to the back and uh, took, when they took the green flag after he pitted, he went, all the way from last to first under green flag. And it, man, it was just, it was awesome to watch. He put it up there on that top side. He said he wasn't trying to follow nobody for a hundred laps. Absolutely. Man, some and of these then, names though, some uh -huh. of these names are crazy big names. Man. Oh yeah. Oh, the names that didn't make the race. Oh my gosh. Yes. 
Dude, you have. I mean, like Ross Bells didn't make it. Trent Ivy didn't make it. Um, who was it? There was another. I think there was another person that that's good at that track that should have made it. Mm. I don't know, but yeah. There was some. There was definitely some top names there. Yeah, and like you said, Cheeseburger won. Uh, Derek Ramey second. Good to see him. Uh, they're really, really hard nosed on this uh, crate journey right now, and he's got a lot of top five finishes. Um, oh yeah, it's been, good to see Derek back. Uh, Chip Brindle finishes third, but like you said, some big names here. Zach Mitchell finished fourth. Uh, John Rosario finished seventh. Luke Cooper finished eighth. Uh, Logan Walls ninth. Logan Walls is the guy. If you don't remember, I think it was last year. Uh, they were up at like some track in Tennessee or whatever, and he went off like down the back straightaway and ended up taking out a light pole. I don't know if you remember seeing that video yeah. or not. That that was Logan Walls. <laughs> he finished in ninth. Old baby D Dalton Jacobs finished tenth. Uh, let's see who else. Leighton Sullivan finished twelfth. Good run for Leighton Sullivan. Uh, Carson Ferguson finished fourteenth, and then some of your guys who didn't finish: Jacob Brown, Dylan Brown, uh, Alex Hendren didn't finish. Unfortunately, Benji Hicks, Travis Steele, Jeremy Steele. And uh, Mark Whitener didn't finish the race, so yeah, a lot of guys, a lot of your big name guys didn't even finish that race, um, presumably due to tire issues. But um, yeah, I, I, from what James told me, that was a heck of a feature yeah. there by uh, by Brian Mullis, um, as he was. Yeah, able it was to, definitely a fun one to watch. Absolutely, man. They also had, I believe, uh, Monster Mini Stocks up there as well. Oh, um, before you move on, though, I want to say the Luke Cooper, he was uh, driving that 71 car that Chris Ferguson drove a while back. I don't know if you remember that or not. But, uh, yeah, he was driving for, for I can't remember who who owns that car, but um, Zach Mitchell was driving for, I can't remember his name. I want to, I want to say it's something it was Osteen. A, I can't remember. But I, I just know it was a 20 car. It looked and, like that car that, um, that Dale Timms was driving for a while. The 20. I don't think it was. Was it a different 20 car? It might have been a different 20 car. I know Dale Timms was driving a 20 different. for a little bit. Um, um, But, yeah, Luke Cooper, he was also running top three for a while, but he had a blowout in Carson. He actually led the majority of that race, but he tried He he tried to make the tire last the entire race. And, it, yeah, that 100 laps in the daytime at uh, at Cherokee, you're just not going to have a tire last the entire not. race. No, definitely not. Actually, but, no. The third, the guy that finished third didn't take a tire, so you, I guess you can. <laughs> man, I could, I couldn't imagine, by, but I mean, it all depends on how hard you're driving the car. If you're up there trying to stay out of the stay out of the rubber, you might can make something happen. But hey, Gaffney, you want to be in the rubber to be fast. Same thing at Sumter. Same thing at Lakeview sometimes. So, um, but then again, uh, Cheeseburger made the right decision to whatever tire they ended up putting on the car whenever he blew one. And he won twenty thousand dollars, man. Matt, what would you do if you won a twenty thousand dollar race? I'd buy a limited. I'd buy a whole new car. Eh, I'd buy a limited motor. Well, okay, but 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 reverse. Put it in reverse. If you won a twenty thousand dollar crate race, why would you get out of crate racing? Who said I'd get out of crate racing? <laughs> okay, so you gotta have. One car, two motors, two motors that you're gonna need opposite parts for. You see, you see where I'm going here. You see where I'm going. What? Mm-hmm. What? What you mean opposite parts? I mean, a lot of well, I mean, it kind of depends. My car on what right kind of now, you can you slap a you can you can slap a limited motor in it. Sure. Race. 
Well, I mean, I, I kind of base that off of it. Like the guys that run the super stuff, if you got a Ford super motor, you're going to have different, you know, engine parts and, and headers and sump pumps and blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, you, you start like stuff like that. Yeah. You'd, so you'd have, you'd have to invest, uh, you know, at least 20 grand to get a whole new setup ready. And you got to get a new shock package for running limited stuff. You got to do all that other uh, stuff. Now you don't think so? there, there's there's a fella I watch on TikTok. I can't remember his, his name. He wins a lot of crate races, cruiser crate races. Um, his name on there is like Savage. Something I can't remember. Anyways, he he um he started racing crate car or uh, supers recently, right? And he's on TikTok claiming that he doesn't change his uh, shock setup from crates to supers. Really? Yeah. I just I don't I don't I don't know how true that is. I just think those two those two would be so different there where you would have to, but um I don't I don't to know. each their own. To each their own. I'll say that to each their own. Um let's keep on with some racing here though. The monster mini stocks were in the house. I believe Matt Gilbert, he's been on a tear this year. He won that one over Josh Bryant and Philip Wilson. They ended up starting looks like twenty of twenty four cars ended up starting that race. I don't believe Travis Mosley started, neither did Tack Brown, well, Tack, they must have signed in late because that car that Tack was going to drive ended up racing something on Saturday night, so they probably took it up there and tried to start it. Maybe something happened there. Um, but yeah, a good, um, good group of these MMSA cars were on hand on Saturday. Thunder Bomber feature, Rod Tucker won that one. Who else? Rod Tucker, Jacob Funderburk finished second. Bradley Weaver finished in third. Now, they did have a bounty out on Luke Doggett, but uh, Luke had some engine troubles and pulled off early. Uh, so the bounty was Nolan Boyd, said Cherokee Speedway. And then you had, let's see here, the modified feature, Kevin Pongrazio. That's a name I've never seen before. Kevin Pongrazio won that one over T-Love and Brock Smith. Matt, that was an interesting race, too. Was it? Oh, yeah. They Well... I mean, they there there was a lot of cautions. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I, I think everybody at, at some point spun out in that race at least once, right. some twice. But um, and they would they all avoided each other. Like they like three or four of them would start spinning, and then they just they never hit each other. It just, it was just amazing how <laughs> how none of them hit each other while they were spinning absolutely man that yeah that sounds pretty interesting I, I hadn't had a chance to watch it um unfortunately but um as we keep talking about some racing here's a race that i did watch um a little bit of and it was very interesting let's talk about the north south 100 uh because that was um you and i had some picks on that one and i will say yeah, at one did. point matt at one point our four picks were one two three and four so, I mean, there was a point there where we both could have, you know, taken those bragging rights. But in the end, you take home the bragging rights because Bobby Pierce was able to get around RTJ with about 10 laps to go. And RTJ wasn't able to get back by him. But I will say that this was as wild of a 100 lap feature as you could have asked for, um, especially for Florence Speedway. That place, you get up there, you bang the boards, man. It's it's a really, really cool racetrack. Another one on my bucket list. I would love to go to the North-South one year. Um, but as I was saying, Bobby Pierce wins. Matt gets the bragging rights. Congratulations for picking a correct driver. 
Uh, my pick one, RTJ finished in second. Hudson O'Neill finished third. Jonathan Davenport fourth. And how about Dalton Wilson, man? Big perm, a top five. Yes, sir. In the North-South 100. Um, also, Chris Ferguson finished sixth. Good to see him with a good run. EPJ seventh. Uh, Devin Moran eighth. A little bit of match player ninth. Was there? What? Well, uh, wasn't it? Was it this weekend that? Um, I think it was. Didn't um. Wasn't there a little contact between Bobby Pierce and Ferguson in that race? Yes, there was. There was yeah. a little bit of contact. I didn't see that personally, I, but I, you know, I did those, see about it. The, whenever that kind of contact happens, it's it's hard to say well, who's at fault. Really, Absolutely. I I know you take sides, but I mean, and, and people are biased about the stuff like that. I know I was biased about you know when Hudson O'Neill and Tyler Carpenter had their ordeal right. at Gateway, but you know, it's just it is hard to judge those those kind of calls there. Absolutely, I, I seen I seen a slow mo of it, and it was it was unfortunate, but I I just don't know. Right. Which, I mean... Uh, I mean, with no mirrors, you are ultimately responsible for the car absolutely. in front of you. You are absolutely right, Matt. You are absolutely right. Well, once again, I guess congratulations on picking a correct driver there. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because that leads us into this weekend's picks we will make for the annual... I'll let you go Topless first. 100 over at the Batesville Motor Speedway in Batesville, Arkansas. Um. Last night, they had the first race of the weekend, which was, I believe, just the Comp Cam series. Um, they were signed in to do their their whole deal. They had a 23-car field, and uh, Scott Krigler won the 40-lap main event over John Mitchell and BM oh, Billy Moyer Sr., old BMS. Um, good to see Billy Moyer still racing, man. You know, he did the whole retirement tour a couple years ago, and I told you it wasn't going to last, and everybody else said it wasn't going to last. And it hasn't lasted. He's still racing a lot uh, with the Comp Cam series. Um, but a lot of guys, a lot of your bigger name guys didn't show up for the first night here. Um, they weren't, at least they weren't in the Comp Cam's main event. Um, right. So I'm not exactly sure why, uh, but they weren't. But it is a Lucas Oil race starting tonight. It'll be live on Flow. Um, is the Lucas Oil will take over tonight, and Matt, we're gonna make a couple of picks here for the big main event on Saturday. And you can go first. Mm, yeah, yeah, I know I can go first, and I'm trying to think of who I think will get this done because you know the Topless 100 is a really, really big deal. Um, I know Jimmy Owens has won this race before. Davenport's won this race. Uh, Overton's been close. <laughs> Who do I want to go with? You know, I'd, I'd love to say let's keep riding the hot hand, but I don't know how RTJ's ever been at the topless. So I'm gonna go with Old Faithful, I guess, with pick one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna string it out there and go JD, man. You can't go wrong with the JD pick. Uh, I know you can't go wrong with the JD pick. JD resurgence. I I would hope so, man. He you say didn't, that, but he has he not have had a, a crew member here. just recently um resign. I'm not like a crew sure. chief or something. Like a team member, I'm pretty sure I saw that on Facebook. He may have. I like I said, I don't know all that. Um, I did see Jared Landers is going to be in, uh racing. Oh, this weekend. That's pretty. Cool. I don't think he'll do quite as good as Davenport's going to do, but we'll it's see. It's going to be we'll cool see. to see. Um. All right. So for my first pick, I'm gonna go with my same first pick as last week. Of course you are, because he. 
He's he he's running up front. He's finishing podiums all the time. He just is. He he just he needs luck to swing his way just one time and he for for a big win and he'll have it. That's Hudson O'Neill, right? So I, I, I mean, he's absolutely having lights out year. The only problem is just not getting that top spot. He's getting the podiums, but he's just not getting the top spot. And in and. You know, it's it's hard to do when you you know you got your RTJs when he's on fire and your 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 Bobby Pierce's when he's on fire, but you know, consistency is key. You know, absolutely, absolutely is. And I mean, I I don't know who your pick two is going to be, but I'm going to throw a curveball out there. You know, I could mm. go I could go Pierce, I could go Thornton, Good. I could go Overton, Good. I could go Owens. I could go Alberson. I could go Wilson. But, you know, this guy, he's been right there all year. If he can just keep it together for 100 laps, I think he's got a shot. I think he's got a, a heck of a shot, man. I think and I know it's, who you're It's going a rocket with. car. I don't know if you know who I'm going with. Uh, no, I don't now. You said that. No, It's, <laughs> it's another clue. rocket car. Let's see. Let's hear it. Oh, wait. I think I, I, he's been good. He's been good at Batesville uh-huh. in the past. Just hasn't got uh-huh. the win yet, and I think this year could be the year. We're taking old Turbo, Tyler Herb. Oh, man, that was going to be my pick. I, th- I, I have a good feeling about this yeah. one for Turbo. Uh, they didn't do great last night. They didn't do great last night, but that always sets up Turbo for having a good run the next couple of nights. So we'll see. Again, I'm riding this weekend with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series with Turbo, Tyler Erb, and Jonathan Davenport, and I've left the board wide open for Matthew. Wow. I had so many options. I don't know what to pick. <sighs> Go ahead. Mm. Take him. Take him. No. No? I don't think he's going to win. No? It's funny that we know who we, I know who we're talking about. <laughs> Gosh, now I got to think about this because I was dead set on turbo for my pick. Golly. Well, and it makes sense too because it's about as close as Lucas Ola get to his hometown track. Um, of yeah, course, and, he's from and Texas, and he's yeah, yeah. He's, so I mean, and he's always God. been good on the on those types of racetracks, you know, in the Midwest type area or in the the Southwest type area. I'll say Arkansas is close enough; it's southwestern ish. So I think yeah, turbo is going to be a tough cookie to crack this weekend. Come on, Matthew. Come oh, man. on, man. I'm I'm trying to think, dude. I don't know. Don't let me put you on a timer here. There's there's a couple of obvious picks that are gonna be really There's a couple good. of obvious picks, but I don't I, I I mean they can win, but I don't know if I want to choose the I I feel like someone's gonna pop up out of nowhere and win this weekend. Possibly. I don't I, it's, ha- it's happened I, I in this race before a lot. Right. So like I said, I don't want to choose the obvious. But when um, the obvious wins, you're going to be mad you didn't take them. Golly. But if neither oh, one you're of in a us pickle. wins, then it doesn't even matter. See, this is why I like going first. Because then you get to feel the All pressure. Right. What's up? What Let's see. Got? Let me. I'm about to go look and see who was there last Golly, night. Golly, you're wasting some damn time. Oh, last night, yeah. none of the Lucas Oil guys really raced last night. It was mostly just the comp cams. Um the comp cams guys, um, 
of course, you, you can always take, you know, Billy Moyer Sr. He's always a good option. He's won 600-something races in his career with Lucas Oil and World of Outlaws and Comp Cams and right, right. World of Overseas, MLRA, and, and whatever else. Uh, oh, wow. Excuse me. <laughs> I am going to go with someone. That boy just hit a Michael Jackson note. <laughs> a little different here. I'm going to go with Timmy McCready. Okay. I don't know how he's ever done in the, the topless, but I'd respect I him. don't know. I just I, I just think he's going to pop up out of nowhere this weekend. As my boy James Essex says, the reigning and defending Lucas Oil champion, baby. Right. And he's not Lucas Oil champion for no reason. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, th- I think he might pop up out of nowhere this weekend. You know, like I said, it's a topless race. You, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, it doesn't have that much of a difference but not that i know of but you know you know who the guy is i'm surprised you didn't take there bobby pierce no 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 mike marler mike mike marler is good uh in in those those kind of uh racetracks uh speaking of mike Uh, marler no he was there that kind of segues (laughs) me to my next topic that i want to discuss here something that i saw from uh, one of my good buddies bumper jack um, is he's going to be involved in a race. Uh, this is just a, a blatant shout out to Bumberjack Jack Craig. Uh, he's going to be involved in a race out in uh, Missouri. Uh, this being put on by uh, Reed Millard and the Millard family out there. And uh, get this, Matt, the name of this race, it, it trips me out every year, is the Wiener Nationals. The Wiener Nationals, right? Now, I know what you're thinking, but it's not that. This has to do with uh, Oscar Meyer. It's a big uh, brand deal event. Um, the, uh, they're going to have, I believe, an Oscar Mayer wiener eating contest, and the wiener truck's going to be there, and it's a Lucas Oil MLRA race uh, way out in Missouri, and Jack's involved, and I want to you know, wish him the best of luck uh, with this race. I think he's going to be doing some stuff uh, for the, the pre-race show with Scott Bloomquist out there, of all people, so um, really pumped up for my buddy Bumper Jack, and uh, best of luck to him in this journey, and um I uh, really look forward to watching that race uh, whenever it does come about. I believe next month is when that is happening uh, for my buddy Jack Craig. So uh, congratulations on getting that opportunity and uh, best of luck. Godspeed uh, for my buddy Bumper Jack. Now, Matt, a couple more, uh, like two more races we need to talk about here. SRX, last night at uh, Lucas Oil Speedway up in Wheatland, Missouri. <laughs> okay, I know we got a little confused because you posted, you told me he won SRX at Wheatland. I said, no, he won at Lucas Oil. And then it took me a minute to realize that Lucas Oil Speedway <laughs> is in Wheatland, Missouri, um, because obviously we live in South Carolina, yeah. which is about 12 states away from Wheatland, Missouri. So I had to kind of put two and two together there. But um, yeah. yeah, really okay. cool. Okay. Really cool to see him win um, an SRX race. Uh, man, Davenport's really branching out here. Um, again, a series I don't know a whole lot about. I think they... Well- Speaking of uh, of the SRX series, I did I did see a meme on there. It was a, like a, a iRacing slash um, SRX meme or whatever. Anyways, so it said uh, it had a picture of Tony Stewart in in Victory Lane, and in his one of his series races, and it said, um, "When you make your own iRacing league, so you can go and dominate that." I just. <laughs> I, just as a little sidetrack, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, that that is pretty funny. But um, yeah, congrats to to JD for that. Congrats to uh, Kenny Schrader. He picked up a, a NASCAR Pentia Series win at a dirt track up north somewhere. 
Let's see, Matt. What else can we talk about? Just a couple more topics here. We will roll over um, the uh, Mount Rushmore till next week because I've got to get out of here in just a minute. We've only got a couple more minutes left that I can record. So we'll roll over Mount Rushmore until next week's program. Um, I guess, Matt, let's talk a little bit about iRacing before we get out of here because they have finally uh, posted uh, a pic of a new track. What's that? Official, official pictures. Yes, official pictures of, uh, is it Kern County or is there a new track that they're hinting at? Kern County. Uh, well, well, it's Kern County, but there, there's two. It's not the same package like USA and uh, Lanier is. Correct. There are two separate, you know, tracks. Well, that's so the way it is in real life. You don't have, right. So you're going to have, you're not going to be able to buy both of them. You're going to have to buy each. But um, but yeah, that's that's it. But you know, the track looks good. But the thing that that catches my end, there talk there has been talks of a new car. Mm. And if you look on the inside of that track, they have there's a, another little track which got me to thinking. There's we got Chili Bowl already, so we got a small track there. They're talking about there's. I think three dirt tracks in the works right now. Sure. I'm thinking what if it could be like a, a mill bridge maybe. So you're about to say exactly what I said a month ago. Exactly. I'm okay. saying you're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, I surely believe I that think that's they're the going to go time. with the, 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 um, the micro sprints and we're going to have them all, you know, you can run them on the chili bowl cause you could have your Tulsa shootout. Right. Um, and then you can have them on, uh, I think what they're going to do with current is they're going to have like, when you select a track on our race and it gives you like track configurations, Oh, you know, the I think first it's going to give you two track, track configurations. You know, huh? the first, you know, the first thing I'm putting on that little track. Super late models. Absolutely. I'm ripping, I'm ripping a super late model. Let's that track. do a multi-class. 410 sprints and super late models. I'm down. Dodge dodge the late models is what we're going to call it. Dodge the late models. Uh moving chicanes. Moving <laughs> chicanes because they're just going to be in the way. That's all it's going to so, be. But I'm yeah, I'm excited oh for yeah, that that'd one. That'd be interesting. I finally so, sort of kind of got yeah. back into uh back into the iRacing stuff, so um yeah, I'm really excited for that and to put a late model on as small of a track as possible just to get that bull ring feel. Um, but yeah, excited for Kern County and whatever else they got coming out, Millbridge and whatever, whatever other tracks. If, been I, now that's a big if. I'm just, I'm just assuming, uh, you know, and they might not have done Millbridge. They might could have done, you know, another right. track that runs micro sprints. Sure. But Millbridge comes to mind first because it's it is one of the biggest around here that does that. Gotcha. All right. Well, last topic we want to talk about. Uh, you specifically wanted to talk about uh, the news about uh, the Ultimate Speedway Park. Yes. Um, looks like I they saw, have um, taken out the wall inside the speedway. Yeah, and a lot of people saying that that's how all dirt tracks should be now. Mm. I it it depends if it's if it's small enough, yes. But that track's big enough to have parking on the inside, and if you're gonna have parking on the inside, you need to have land or wall. So I don't I, I don't know how well they're gonna do with that because. The, the crowd that the car counts that that track draws is absolutely outrageous. They do somehow, have a, for a big reason. outer pit area, though. Yeah, but that's not going to fit everybody. You got a point. Unless that's they, not going to fit that uh, it it barely fits everybody when you 
have the infield. Well, there out. there is that extra lot across the street, but that's always been used for fan parking. I don't right. I, like. I don't know what they're gonna do, but they're they're gonna they're obviously they've obviously got a plan in place, is what I'm saying. Right, but like tracks small enough, like you know how small Modoc was, and right, you know which Charlotte's not really a small track, but they got so much room for parking that they don't they don't need the infield parking. Absolutely. So that's understandable why they don't have an infield wall. I can't think of any other tracks that doesn't have infield walls. Right. Well, I guess that's a question that is yet to be answered. We'll see what they end up doing. But, I mean, with I'm that, not against they, it. I think it, I think it's cool. Yeah, but they, they were testing uh, they were testing cars out there, and that track looking pretty good. Um, cannot wait until they reopen here next month. Um, again, that's Ultimate Speedway Park, formerly known as Friendship Motor Speedway, up in Elkin, North Carolina. Um, but Matt, uh, we've just about run out of time here. I got to get on the road. We got some big stuff going on today. Uh, so we will go ahead and get out of here. Um, but one last time I want to invite everybody. If you're in the Midlands, if you're anywhere in South Carolina, go find some racing this weekend at your local dirt track. If you're near Sumter, come to Sumter, uh, Lancaster's running. I believe Gaffney running again this weekend. Um, late views running. And of course, a lot of our street stock guys, you can catch them on, uh, the, I believe crate racing TV, um, as they will be running over in Mississippi if that's the kind of thing that you're into. But no matter where you are, find some local racing this weekend, and we will be right back here to talk about it next week on the Talking Dirt Podcast. For Mr. Matt Pridgen, I've been Ryan Williams, and we will see you in the next one.